What up, what up, what up, what up, what's going on? What's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back, men of prestige, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the platform. We have uh, a little bit of something to cover today. We're going to have a good time as usual. Uh, today, I want to bring you up to speed with what I've been up to, you know, with what the world has been up to. And as usual, my job here is to extract some of the lessons from all the topics that's going on around the world. There's a lot of things that's going on around the world. A lot of things are going on around the world. And my job is to basically extract all of the lessons. And, uh, and hopefully we can improve the quality of our lifestyles, you know. Um, one of the things that I'm working on is basically uh, an opportunity for us to build a community together to uh, work on ourselves and uh, basically improve the, uh, you know, basically be able to design your life, live life by design, right? A lot of people would argue that that's not possible, but it's actually very possible. Not only is it possible with what are some of the things that I'm laying out for you here, uh, it becomes very probable, at least a lot more probable than just living it in the hands of fate, right? So, without any further ado, uh, the couple of things I wanted to cover today, I'm going to try to cover it to the best of my knowledge. We're going to talk about uh, dowries, bride prices, the culture of dowries and bride prices around the world. Uh, we're also going to uh, dig in through some of the meanings that we can find online. You and I will do it together. But also we want to do that with respect to DV, right? Uh, domestic, you know, the... You know abuse and things like that in the household we want to link it together because uh there's some video clips that i was able to pull from my sister obodo onibo's uh platform that i want us to really look at together um i was supposed to have a guest here but so for some reason i don't see him right now so it's okay uh nonetheless the show must go on um the gentleman uh, it's our responsibility to lead the world that we live in. It's our responsibility to create structure, safety, and security for the world that we live in. It's our res responsibility to build the institutions that that makes life a little bit more easier for us. Now, if I'm if you're liking what I'm doing here, please just do me a favor. Just simply hit the like button, share, subscribe. You know, uh, but I guarantee you, I will keep showing up. Okay. I'll keep showing up, but I have a lot more stuff behind the scenes that I'm working on to help us here, okay? Uh, there was a story that I shared with you, the story of a lady called Asanachi some few shows ago, where she um, she basically, uh, her life was terminated from uh, a, a domestic situation, right? And uh, the last thing we want to... Let me just make sure that audio is working. All right, good. Awesome. The last, the last thing we want is... We don't want that to be happening, right? Unfortunately, this is life. Casualties. Uh, bad things will happen. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, prevent that. And that's why I wanted to bring you this uh, topic today. I own you. Obviously, I'm not saying that. But are women properties? Are they properties in certain parts of the world, right? Are women properties in certain parts of the world? Are they supposed to be properties? 
um, if you paid dowry, if you paid some kind of bride price, does that make her your property, right? Is this just culture? You know, there, there's so many things, right? So again, uh, we find that this has turned to some kind of gender war within certain conversations, but it really doesn't have to be. I think we can all benefit from having this conversation. And the best way you can have that conversation with me is to use the comment area. Uh, once I finish taping this video, you see some of these clips. So please go ahead and hit the like button to increase the chances that you will continue to see my videos in your feed. All right. So uh, without any further ado, uh, gentlemen, if we don't pay attention, this is what's going to happen to you. Okay. And if you try to compete with women with the game that we are playing right now, either you realize it or not, this is all a game. And uh, I say that to make sure that you understand that you have to learn certain skill sets. I cover seven different areas where I feel like uh, you need some of the skill set that I'm sharing with you here. And I basically, I am speaking from experience. Uh, I'm speaking from results. Everything I say is results-based. So I don't speak from my butt. If there's any one of these things that uh, I'm not yet getting the results i basically would not share that with you and number one is career number two dating number three relationship number four marriage number five parenting that last episode right we talked about parenting right number six business number seven last but not least is real estate that's basically how i started my life and i have some you know i got some results and i can share some methodologies strategies of how i was able to do that those all those seven things i've done very well in them at the age of 42 so i can share one or two things with you as you're embarking on your own journey but if you struggle with any of those things especially with the dating relationship and marriage part you may find yourself in this kind of situation all right so if you don't want to find yourself in that situation then definitely want to pay attention to what we're doing here uh ladies please feel free to plug in as well you're welcome to take part in some of this conversation all right so um there's this uh let, let's go through some of the things that's happening in the world first you know there's this video let me share that video with you really quickly um with uh shaquille o'neal there you go you controlled your life forever you can't control that like i, I could but, but you can't no, I couldn't. It's, it's, I, I, it's I two bad. people that involved in the divorce. Bro. Yeah, but no, I, I never talked about this. And I'm glad you guys are asking because I don't mind talking about that. But I was bad. Uh, she was, she was, she was awesome. She really was. It, it, it was all me. I was just look. We don't need to talk about what I was doing, but I wasn't, I wasn't protecting her and protecting those vows. So you know, sometimes when you live that double life, you get caught up in. So I'm, I'm not gonna say it was her. It was all me because she was. Look, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. Gave me beautiful kids, take care of the house, take care of corporate stuff. It, it, it was just all me. Sometimes when you make a lot of mistakes like that, you know, you can't really come back. With a divorce. All right. So um, th this is, uh, you know, shout out to Shade Room. 
this is Shaquille O'Neal basically admitting to um, his responsibility, uh, taking accountability. I mean, sorry, taking responsibility for uh, his divorce from his wife, Chanel, Shani, Shani, Shani O'Neal, uh, who is also a star on reality TV shows in the past few years. But apparently they were, ma- I mean, they were married. Not apparently. They were married uh, and they have a bunch of children together, right? Now, Shaquille is um, a superstar, still a superstar, was a hell of a superstar, right, uh, with the Lakers as a basketballer. So, uh, you know, with uh, with success comes a lot of responsibilities. Um, you know, basically, women will throw themselves at you if you're a basketballer. And uh, if you don't have self-control, uh, yeah, you probably won't be able to sustain that, right? So now, what I found interesting about this clip was this part. Let me play this for you really quickly. You controlled your life forever. You can't control that. Like, I, I could have. But, but you can't. So he said, now I didn't get the full context to be fair, right? He said, you control your life forever. But you couldn't control that. And he said, I could. See, I went through something similar. And... Um, not divorce, but you know, I did go through a situation where my wife filed for divorce. It was just never finalized. I tell people all the time, I'm not speaking from my ass. I'm speaking from experience, right? And I was able to put my household back together successfully, something that most men in that situation are like once a woman files for divorce, it's damn near impossible for you to come back from that, usually. For multiple different reasons, right? Because obviously a lot of things are broken down to a certain place for you to be able to come back from that. But I was able to come back from it. So part of the reasons why I was able to come back from it was is basically what you're looking at Shaquille doing here, which is taking responsibility for your role as a leader in the situation. Not taking responsibility of your role as an equal. See, this is the part where people struggle a lot in marriage. Everyone is trying to compete with each other. And the saddest part is whoever is claiming to be the leader is also trying to compete with the other person. See, I didn't say anything about being the man or the woman or anything like that, right? I said whoever was claiming to be the leader is actively competing with whoever they're trying to lead. This is a great way to demonstrate that you're not a leader. Some people misconstrue that with, oh, so we shouldn't hold people accountable. Yes, that's part of your problem because, again, you're confused. Do you want to be a leader or you don't want to be a leader? If you want to be a leader, you take responsibility for the results you create. It's very, very simple. But I get it. Once you get into a place when you're emotionally caught up, you start to feel like, what about me, right? Well, when you do what about me, you're actively playing equal with the other person. You're buying into the idea of equality with a woman, if you're a man, okay? And if you're a woman and you want to claim to be uh, equal partners, and then you are always busy pointing fingers, you are basically committing the same fraud, okay? In one breath, you want to be equal. In the other breath, you don't want to... Uh, you don't want to assume at least 50% of the responsibility. Uh, he made you do this. He made you do that. He made you see that's where the confusion comes in, right? But the truth of the matter is that when you're playing the romantic game of life, 
either by way of a relationship or by way of a marriage, you don't get to do the equal fairness thing. That's not how that works. The only game you can play is complementing each other, coming together and becoming whole, right? How do you come together and become whole? It's not 50-50. And dare I say it, it's not 100-100 either. That's the same shit, okay? That's the same thing. I mean, have you ever done math before? Do you know some math? 50-50 and 100-100 is the same shit, okay? You need to come as a whole and take account, take responsibility for the romantic relationship you subscribe to. That's number one. The role you play is either you're playing the masculine role or you're playing the feminine role, right? Either way, you're playing a wholesome role if you're going to build anything uh, meaningful out of this, okay? Now, this is especially true for you if you're a man in the society that we live in today. And that's what we're looking at Shaquille O'Neal. That's what we're looking at him demonstrating here. But you can see that the look on the gentleman's face, it was a little confused, like, oh, he takes two. No, he never takes two. This is the kind of wrong thing we've been telling ourselves. It never takes two to start. It takes two to keep the machine rolling. I agree with that part, right? It takes um, a well-oiled machine to keep things going steady. But to start, it takes the leverage point, whatever that leverage point is. If you're trying to start a car, it takes a key, right? Or if you know what you're doing, you can go in the hood and maybe, you know, it takes one cable, one cable wire. It doesn't take trying to operate all of the different parts of the engine at the same time. It takes the leverage point. It's the same thing in marriage. It's something you're not going to hear anywhere else, most likely, okay? It takes you to start that engine, right? Now, obviously, you're going to create some kind of dance because you're an influential body in that situation, in that context, right? You're going to create some kind of dance. And now being able to respond to every move accordingly and being able to create some kind of harmony is the next key. Then you can start to say it takes two. At least you need the other person responding to you, right? But that's also a function of how much patience do you have, right? It depends on how much damage you've created in the spirit of trying to play equal with your partner, especially if you're a man, in the spirit of trying to play fairness, the fairness game. You want to be ro- you want to be in a romantic relationship or you want to be fair. You have to pick one, right? The reason why you're in that romantic relationship was simply, the way, reason why you started, right, was simply because you like this person, right? You like that person, right? And then you started a dance. Then they took some interest and then you start to, go back and forth, right? Three step forwards, two step backwards, and then it looks like a perfect harmony made in heaven. Mat, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's a match made in heaven, right? That's what it looks like on the outside. But the truth of the matter is that it took one person to start to make that move. And sometimes when situations get broken down in a relationship, it's going to take one. And that's where humility comes in. Humility is a massive ingredient in creating the kind of synergy that you're looking for in a romantic relationship. Humility, because at some point, sometimes, not all the time, by the way, because some of you are hearing this as all the time, I got to be behind, I got to be the bigger person. No. I'm saying, yes, if you can at least look at it as a leverage point. As you can, if you can look at it as a powerful place to be when you know that you're able to basically control this person like a puppet just because you're able to see things a little bit differently, right? Now you can see the other way around and say, nah, if she's not going to 
if she's not going to come to the table equal, I don't want to be a part of it. Well, exactly. You're making it transactional. And it wasn't meant to be transactional. It was a romantic relationship, right? Like, so it's either you like this person or you don't like them. Now you can decide. You always have the power to decide that, oh, yeah, I don't like them. I'd rather just move on. And that's perfectly fine too. But you create the result you create and you have to eat that L if it's an L or eat that win if it's a win. It just may be a win. But you have to be willing to see things as what they are and be able to accept the truth. Some of you just make noise about truth all day long. But you really don't like to hear the truth. The truth is that this is a romantic relationship. And that's what Shaquille is telling us here. Right? You know, if you say, hey, no, no, I'll, I'll take, uh, you know, that's my fault. People start to look at you like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're subjugating yourself. Like, don't beat yourself up or anything like that. But actually, it's a very powerful place to be if you understand that this, is a, this was a romantic relationship. If you're not showing, he's, he's holding himself accountable. Like, listen, I did not honor that situation, right? Let's listen to it one more time, right? You controlled your life forever. You can't control that. Like, I, I could have. But, but you can't. No, I could have. It's, it's, I, it's I, I two bad. people. He said, how could have? He said, but you can't. Actually, he could. It's called influence. He's not trying to control. He's trying to, he understands now today. I don't know how many years later, 15, 10, 20 years later. He said, listen, with what I know today, I have the power to influence my wife in either direction. I have that power. And yes, women do have that power to also influence their husband, right? There are absolutely buttons. We call them the momo buttons that you can press to damn near control your, your spouse, but in an influential way, not in a way that they start to feel like you're abusing them, but in a way that you are actually influencing them and not controlling them. Because some of you don't understand what it means to be controlling. To be controlling means you're actively proactively trying to control another person with your own stupid rhetorics, limited rhetorics, your own belief system, but you don't understand that it's actually much more powerful to lead with value. That's called influence. It's much more powerful to lead with value than to lead with just something you see as value. Because when I say value, then you have to pay attention to the fact that value is in the eyes of the beholder, right? It's the same, that, that's again, it goes back to the topic of today. I own you. You really don't own anybody, including your own children. You don't. You just don't own anybody. So I don't care how much bride price you paid, right? I, I don't care. Like, let me just make sure. Okay. I don't care how much bride price you paid. I don't care how much dowry you paid. You don't own anybody. Okay. And that's what Shaquille is trying to say here. Like, listen. I could have, but this guy is busy saying it takes two because, again, he's trying to play the fairness game. Now, there are contests. Keep me in context. There are, there's a context where, yes, it will absolutely take two. Once you start to feel like you're pouring out of an empty cup, it's a feeling, okay? If you feel like you're pouring out of an empty cup, it's usually an indication that you haven't taken care of yourself. You don't have enough self-confidence. You don't have self-respect. You don't have self-love. You've become a doormat, right? And if you start to feel that way, 
then you're just being the only thing you're only coming from a place of mr nice guy and that's not going to work out either right but if you can find a space in your head where you realize nah this is this is family this is my wife i'm the leader so if there's a temporary situation where i have to lead the way where to a lame ass person on the outside it may look like i'm subjugating myself right if i can find my way to say hey listen i'm in control here let me lead let me hear what you have to say let me make sure she gets everything she has to say out that's one of the problems with a lot of people they don't know how to let people get everything out right they need to say something i need to say something too can i speak can i speak and then you end up in a toxic argument with her then you lose because you're right <laughs> right so yes you could be right but you you still lost the game right and that's the that's the part i'm trying to play and that's what shaquille is is trying to say here right people that involved in divorce bro. yeah but no i i never talked about this and i'm glad you guys are asking because i said don't nah. talk about this but it's... i was bad uh she was she was she was awesome she really was it, it, it was she was awesome a lot of men don't know how to speak about their ex-wife like this they said but what if she's not really awesome you're missing the point again you're trying to play equal you're trying to be right you need to be honest right but you're effectively losing you're forgetting that you are a powerful and influential person if you know how to use it right you're probably focused on the worst part about that relationship okay if you just take accountability right if you take responsibility and you do like a little inventory and then you focus on the best part about her you may just be able to find yourself in a place where you say actually she wasn't that bad and then you can easily switch she because it's all perspectives at the end of the day it's all perspective and you have the power to attach meanings to the events that happen in your life you do have that power Right? You can either say that person was an evil person or you can say, oh, that person, yeah, we're just not a fit. She was a good person, but we're just not a fit. You could change all that all you want. It just depends on your outlook and perspective on life. And whatever you chose can actually determine your future, can determine how you move into the future. Okay? You have the power to determine the meaning of the events that happen in your life. Right? You have that power. Right? There's some of them that's this outright, blatantly, nah, this is what it is. For the most part, it's not that case. For the most part, it's actually perspectives. It's something you can literally switch and say, nah, she's a good person. And I tell you, find your way. If you are a divorcee, find your way to the good part about that because you married them. There was something that you really liked about them and focus in on that and speak well of your ex. It has... It has, it multiplies back and it comes right back at you. I promise you. This is not me asking you to take the higher road. No, no. This is me telling you to engage your power. This is a power, this is completely a power play. Okay. You need to find your way out of that space where you're speaking very negatively about your ex. It will hurt you. You will hurt yourself. What's going on? Oh, will I be my brother? Thank you so much, man. Thank you for stopping by. This means a lot for you to stop by. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, my guy, you know I'm a fan. So, thank you so much. So many people out here giving relationship advice that just makes you feel good without taking action. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I saw your comment, by the way, on the other video. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm here to give you, uh, I'm here to give you the power to take control of your own life, right? In the temporary, it may not feel as good because let's be frank, somebody may have taken your heart and pulled it out and stomp all over it. Yes, I agree. That may have happened. But if you dwell in that place, right? Listen, you may have been a victim. That's what I'm saying, right? But if you dwell in that place, meaning you continue to perpetually play the victim, you will hurt yourself even more. Because the way this world, the way it works is completely influence. It's power and influence. It's power and influence. That's how this, this whole thing is not fair. Life, no balance. Okay? Stop looking for balance. Stop looking for fairness. Unless this is completely a business transaction, in which case there's an open marketplace and you have options. But once you involve the heart, once you involve the heart either now, in the past or in the future, especially if you have kids with this person, the last thing you want to do is to start playing the victim and start saying things like, nah, she was just an evil person. Or find yourself in an echo chamber where they're rubbing salt on your injury. Uh, I don't know, maybe sugar, whatever, right? Let me stop with the comparison. But you get the point, right? Where they're making you feel good about yourself, but you're not really working. You're not looking in the mirror. You're not taking responsibility for your own life. Oh, man, I was just, look. We don't need to talk about what I was doing, but I wasn't. Now, now, why should you wait until you're 55? I don't know how old Shaquille is. Why? Why can't you do that when you're 32 as a divorcee? Why can't you say, you know what? Fuck that. I made a mistake. You know what? Yeah, I subscribed to that relationship too. I, I, I made a choice to be in it. She was a good person. I bought into something. But, you know, I saw some other side. It wasn't compatible, but she's a great person. If you say that behind her, you say that to her face, I'm telling you, you have a lot more power than you do think you have right now. But if you go into an echo chamber where they're talking extremely bad about all the women for the street, and you've now found a way to relate with that story, and you lump your ex into it, right? And then you go, and then you present yourself. Maybe Thanks for listening. You can listen to the full episode on the Man of Prestige YouTube channel at youtube.com slash manofprestige. This episode, as usual, is sponsored by realestatemoneysecrets.com and getmymarriageback.com. See you over there.